I have a question. What does it mean to create? What does it mean to create something you love, that you're proud of, that you think is important? In my senior year, coronavirus happened. It was during my boyfriend's spring break, and since we were long distance, he was visiting me in San Diego. We were on the beach, laying in the sun, making music with the rocks. We jumped in the ocean. When we got out, he checked his email. His Anake program at Wilderness Awareness School got canceled. I jumped on my email and got the email that classes were canceled for the next week, and we were going to go online until the end of the year. Also, I got notified I needed to be out of the dorms in the next weekend. My boyfriend and I went to a cliff by the ocean and watched the sunset. We journaled about what we wanted. We meditated. We decided that we didn't want to live separately anymore. We decided to move in together. It was Thursday. That night, I had some friends over to say goodbye. We started reminiscing about college. It felt like an impromptu goodbye forever moment. Friday, my boyfriend packed my things as I went to my final college class. It was my senior seminar class dedicated to learning Zoom, the new online platform we'd be using. My boyfriend picked me up and we left, drove into the sunset up to Seattle and then past Kirkland where the epicenter was, 10 minutes from where my family lived, to our new home. I felt numb. Now, with coronavirus, my commencement was cancelled. I left some friends without ever saying goodbye. I might never see some of them again. Some of them are going as officers in the Marines in the next few months. Some of them are enrolling in master's or doctoral degrees around the country. Some of them are struggling without knowing what they're doing. Some of them are going back to college next year. The University of San Diego has a dollhouse culture. The manners of each student are impeccable. It's the perfect middle-class white children's school. All the buildings are the same. They're all beautiful. They're all Spanish architecture. There's no trace of indigeneity or creativity in their bones. They are all buildings that look like those my ancestors were murdered in. The plants are the same. Gorgeous, built to look like a palace garden but I hardly hear any native birds because all the plants on USD soil are invasive. Greek life is also very prevalent, and so is their culture. I felt like a doll in this dollhouse. I felt like I needed to fit in, but I also wanted to be me. Brene Brown says that the enemy of belonging is fitting in. USD culture had manners. We were polite, but we scorned those who were different. We didn't stand up for people who didn't fit in. For example, a hate crime happened in 2019 to a new trans student. And 0.0125% of the student population came to the vigil. I felt that in my heart and bones. We talked a big game about being a changemaker campus, but have been doing the same changemaker things for the past hundred years. We were stuck in a box of what it means to give. Instead of thinking outside the box and coming in with new ideas, students were just following blindly. 
Students were going out and benefiting their egos off of giving to the poor and marginalized instead of being encouraged to think, go to marches, fight to their senators, raise awareness and change the physical structure. They benefited by getting pictures of their charity instead of being aware and finding for real change. And the school propagated that. The other day, my boyfriend commented to me that my closet looked half like me and half like clothes manufactured to make me not stand out. As a brown student at USD, I already stood out in all of my classes. Since I was the only brown student in many classes and the only Hopi or native student in almost all of them, I felt like I was already called on to represent people of color and indigenous people sometimes. This happened in many ways. Every day something would happen to me or a friend of mine and would come with a new story of something crazy the professor had done to call out their differences. One of my friends was wearing his favorite skinny jeans and si se puede shirt. And in class, the professor had him stand up and said that if the cops had seen him versus the professor, they would most likely put him in prison. My friend stopped wearing those clothes. He figured out what was acceptable socially and what wasn't. A friend of mine who was trying to change the name of Sarah Hall, which immortalizes a man who colonized South California and killed hundreds of thousands of indigenous people. And multiple times he was laughed at or told that Sarah was a good guy. This guy who had killed many of my friend's ancestral people. I wrote a paper about the Redskin team and my professor told me I'd better never write something like this for the public because Quote, I'm just a little Indian girl and no one will ever take me seriously if I talk about native issues. I noticed myself being taught what was okay to say or how it was okay to act and what wasn't. It's good to say thank you to the tram driver when you get on and off. It's bad to raise your hand and be wrong. It's good to get a coffee at Aromas. It's good to have long blonde hair. It's good to wear shorts and tank tops. It's bad to walk down the campus holding another woman's hand. It's good to be colorblind. It's bad to bring up tough subjects like race. It's bad to dance on campus. It's good to skateboard. It's good to surf. It's bad to wear clothing that represents uniqueness. It's bad to bring up issues of inequity. It's bad to try to make actual change. It's good to fake hair. It's good to greenwash. It's bad to actually spend the resources to be eco-friendly. It's good to have ideas. It's bad to have too many. It's good to fit in. There's a narrative around artwork that's created by indigenous people and by really any people who aren't in the majority. There's a specific vision of what it can be and what it can't. To be indigenous and to create artwork means a specific thing. At an internship I had, I wrote a proposal and presented on integrating the Kumeyaay in a project to create a mural in San Diego. I wrote all about how it would benefit the community. I put pictures up of beautiful murals created by the Kumeyaay in the past. I was presenting to all white people. One man raised his hand and told me that he'd been researching this before I presented. He said he'd learned about cave drawing, like rock art. And he was really interested in doing that and putting that up instead of a mural. I paused. 
That took me back to the time my brother smeared sunscreen on his face and an old white man told me he looked like an Indian and then put his hand over his mouth and made the noise that is the stereotypical imitation of a Native American war cry. Or when I was with my godson and my closest friend and an old white man started following us and taking our pictures without our permission. It took me to the moment I was working summer camps and a co-worker was wearing a sexified indigenous person in a headdress on his shirt and I felt a surge of anger. We are not only these images that the culture has paraded around as Indian, the stories that the main culture wants to tell. We are not only the pretty new Pocahontas story the people want to believe, who was 10 by the way when she was raped and taken from her family. We are not just the narratives that they want us to buy. We are all stories, and all of our stories are valid. I want us to be able to choose how we portray ourselves and what it means to be us. I want us to be able to create beautiful murals if we want to, and rock art if we want to. I want us to not be restricted to the main culture's narrative or how they want to see us. I want us to be free to share our stories of today and to have access to the truths of our histories. I want it to be on our terms. When my brother was mocked for being Hopi, it was because the man was playing a stereotype instead of seeing us as people. When we were followed and taken pictures of, it was on his terms. He chose what he wanted and, without our permission, started taking it. He didn't know our histories, our stories. He didn't respect our privacy. He didn't respect us as people. He exotified us. So he took what he wanted, and the culture allows that. I was angry when my coworker wore that shirt because our bodies were torn apart and enslaved, and now we're exotified like a sexy beast instead of being seen as people. I am Hopi, and put a petcha in Scandinavian and German. I am brown-skinned and brown-eyed with a freckle nose. I am a mix of history. I am a product of the world we live in. I am still learning every day. I am a creator and I know that I don't want to fit in a box anymore. My clothes show who I am. They represent who I want to show up as. They show if I feel safe to be myself, to show up as me. My boyfriend noticing my closet of clothes incited a desire in me to show up as me, with vulnerability, more. It helped me notice not only the clothes, but the countless other ways I am boxed in my being. By not dancing on campus, not writing poetry, creating platforms for others to speak through the countless other podcasts I've made instead of showing myself. I was speaking my truth in minor ways, instead of showing up as truly authentic, vulnerable being. We as people of color in a predominantly white institution are marginalized, put in boxes, minimalized. As women, we are the same. As people in a world of boxes, we become them. Let's break out of that isolating faux community way of living, of fitting in, into the freedom of belonging. I have a question. What does it mean to create? What does it mean to create something you love 
that you're proud of, that you think is important? What does it mean to be restricted in creating? What does it mean to see the ways you're restricted and to bring those glass ceilings and create the worlds you want to live in? What does it mean to get belonging into our blood so our children will have an easier time of it? What world would your grandchildren live in if we all started the journey of manifesting ourselves outside of the boxes? If we all decided to live in a world where we belonged? If we took that leap and were vulnerable? That's the world I want to live in.